What's going on, people? It's Yabai Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all had a great weekend. I hope y'all did something fun. I hope y'all enjoyed your weekend. I hope y'all just did some stuff. Did some stuff around your house. You enjoyed yourself. You laid back a little bit. You took a breather, took a break off, and just allowed your mind to relax if you were able to. But I'm back with another episode and we're going to be talking about some personal finance stuff today. And the main topic for today is going to be focused on four things that I believe that every single person should know about money. Four things that everybody should know about money. But let's jump right into it. The first thing that I believe every single person should know about money is not really about money itself, but it's about the idea of money. I believe that Money more than anything else is a mentality issue. And when it comes to handling money, when it comes to doing anything with money, it's down to your mentality of how you handle money. It's down to your mentality of how you view money so that you can use it for yourself. And when you think about that, when you think about the fact that money is a more of a mentality issue, the first thing that I want to bring up is the idea of delayed gratification. The idea of delayed gratification. You know, I love to say that savings is not a bad thing. Saving is just basically you learning how to live with less. Saving is you learning how to be content with with less than what you actually have. And I actually have a graph on here to help exemplify the idea of that delayed gratification. So I found this resource on a website called Money Guys website, the Money Guys website. And they have a lot of great stuff on there. They have a YouTube channel as well, so you should go check them out. I get a lot of information from them. They have a lot of great stuff on there. But one of the things that they were sharing was just the power of our dollar. And they were saying like, the amount of money, when you compare it to what it's gonna grow to become later on, is so ridiculous. They were saying like, the rate of returns for our 20 year olds when we're in our 20s is about 10% and it goes down about 1% for every year, every 10 years as we age. So when you're in your 60s, your rate of return is closer to about 6%. When you're in your 20s, that rate of return for your money that is invested or saved is about 10%. And so when you think about that, that promotes the next slide, which is every dollar that a 20 year old saves will become $88. Think about that. If you are 20, if you're 18, 19, if you're just in college or you're in high school, every dollar that you have that you put into to invest or to save, well, really to invest because savings account isn't going to do too much for you. But every dollar that you set aside to invest is actually $88. So that's why it says it's deferred gratification. It's that idea of forcing yourself to say, I will hold out until later on in order for my money to do more work for me. I'm I'm not going to spend my money on all these other things right now because I know my money can do more work for me when it's in the markets, when I'm saving, when I'm investing and all that stuff. So think about that for a 25 year old that your money multiplier is 44, $44. Now, if you're not watching this on YouTube and you're listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you to each and every single person that listens to this podcast. I appreciate each and every single one of y'all. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
in the clips that I'm going to upload on YouTube, you can see the graph on, on the page where it shows just as you age, what your model multiply effect. Now, of course that, that takes a few things into consideration and takes like if you're earning 10% every year, but either way, even if it's less than 10%, but to think that every dollar that you put into the market can become $88. So then when you start doing the calculation, so you're saying that if I put a hundred dollars into the market today, that's going to become $8,800. That's what, if you're a 20 year old, that's what you should be thinking. If you're 25, like me, every $20 that you put into the, into the market, every dollar that you put into the market is, has a, a multiplier of 44 times. 44 times if you're 30 that is 23 times of a multiplier so that means that in order for you to be a millionaire by 65 if you're 20 all you have to start doing today is saving about $95 or investing about $95 every month if you're 25 that's about $150 if you're 30 that's about $270 if you're 35 that's about $450 if you're 40, that's about $780. And the number keeps growing up and up and up as you get older. But the point is, yo, if you look at that rate of return, just by you determining to yourself that, hey, I'm gonna defer just a little bit of money every month. I'm just gonna, just $100 here and there. Or if, if you can't do $100, like $50 or whatever, and just saying, I'm just gonna defer this defer my gratification to make myself feel good because right now we are the microwave generation we're the microwave generation we don't want to read a full news article we want snippets of the news articles we can't even stand to watch a whole youtube video anymore we want to go to tiktok we can't even i mean for me i can't even watch a full youtube i can't even watch a full show anymore because it doesn't it's not new content in my brain. Like I'm not getting in, getting this trigger of newness all the time. So I watch YouTube. We, 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 we go on Twitter for that instant gratification, Facebook, Instagram. But if you just defer your gratification for just a little bit, for just a little bit of time, just a little bit of time, you can just see just the potential of having your dollars do so much work for you in the markets. There's a quote that I like that I want to share with everybody is by a guy named Les Browns. And he says, if you do what is, e what is easy, your life will be hard. But if you do what is hard and then, and your life will be easy. If you do what is hard, your life will become easy. That's such a, it's such a big quote for me because sometimes it's hard right now. Some things are hard right now, but doing the hard things today makes tomorrow easier. Think about like anybody who works out knows this theory very well, because if you work out, you spend most of your time in the gym doing some of the hardest things. But then as days progress, all of a sudden you look at yourself in the mirror, like a month down the line and like, oh, you know what? I look good. And then not only that you look good, your heart is healthy. You're healthy because you put some things into place and now you're healthy because you did what was hard, what was difficult now, and then tomorrow you reap the rewards for it. You reap the rewards for it. It's just 
learning how to defer a few things in your life so you can rip those rewards that you deserve in some in some shape, form, or fashion. Another quote that I really like is by Dave Ramsey. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure most people know who Dave Ramsey is. And he always says, if you leave like no one else, later you can live and give like no one else. So if you do the things that you know you ought to do today where nobody likes the way you live and people call you cheap or broke or any of these things, if you do that today, tomorrow when the tables turn, you'll be able to live and also be able to help people as well. Unlike most people, which is just, which is so dope. The the idea to me of just that multiplier, that money multiplier to me, that idea that If I put a dollar in the market today as a 25 year old, it can become $44. That is mind blowing. That is mind blowing. That's so mind blowing. But anyway, the next thing, the next thing that I believe everybody should know about money, the number two thing that is very important for all of you to know about money is money management is not hard. Managing your money is not that hard. I have to put this in here because for a lot of us, managing our money, managing our finances just seems so complicated. It just seems so difficult. Like every time we start, we just sit down and say, hey, I want to start doing this thing. We get an actual headache because we just start looking at it. It's like, oh my God, this is so difficult. How do I start from A? How do I go from A to B? What am I supposed to do? And I'm going to give you a few tips of how to make managing money a lot easier. The first step is master the basics master the very basic elements of managing money there's a quote by bruce lee which everybody should know who bruce lee is he says i do not fear the man who has practiced ten thousand kicks once but i fear the man who has practiced one kick ten thousand times in other words this is something that you have to do repetitively the basic things the simple things and when i say the basic things the basic things are simply making a budget tracking your expenses and making a budget that's it that's the basic idea of how you manage your money is you creating a budget or actually before you create a budget is you tracking your spending tracking how much it is that hey how much is it that we spend every month how much do i spend on food how much do i spend on gas how much do i spend on my rent how much do i spend on shopping how much do i spend on all these things and knowing how much that is and then building a budget for yourself. And like I've said in the past, a budget is not a death sentence. A budget is not some kind of strict thing. It's like when you're growing up and you have rules in your house, your parents didn't set those rules in order to be mean or in order for you not to have fun, but they set those rules in order to protect you, in order to help you and guide you. It's like the guardrails on when you're driving down the interstates. It's like the lines and the lanes that they put on the interstate. It's not there for you to to just uh, to make it not fun to drive, but it's there because if you don't know what lane you need to be on, you're going to start moving from lane to lane and the oncoming traffic can hit you. That's what a budget is. A budget is basically you creating a lane for yourself, putting yourself and keeping yourself within the boundaries of that lane so that you can hit the goals that you have for yourself. And there's multiple ways that you can do this. You can either go on mint.com, create an account, uh, you need a budget.com, uh, you can do personal capita. There's so many sites that you can use to track your spending and then to create a budget. 
so many ways you can do it. You can even do it like how I still do it to this day, even though I use those services as well. Till this day, I still have a physical checkbook that I still balance my account. And I still used to track my spending because for me, till this day in my mentality, I have to write it down because too many times I was burned by freaking Wells Fargo and they wouldn't take the money. And then I forgot that I swiped my card for something and then the money is not there. And then I get charged an over overdraft fee. So that's why I still use a physical checkbook. I have like for every account that I have, I have a checkbook for it, a physical registered check checkbook for it. Not because I use checks anymore, but because I need to write it down. It just helps me think about it, think about it and process it easier. So I'll say for whatever it is, whatever way that you determine that this is the way that I'm going to deal with this, that I'm going to do my finances, that I'm going to handle my finances, whether it's having a reminder for you to do a budget every single month, whether it's having a reminder on your phone to check the balances of your account, whatever it is that you have to do, do it, do it. And it's like I said, it's literally doing the basics, learning the basics and repetitively doing the basic things master the basics don't start trying to do the higher level stuff when you don't even know how much money you're spending you don't even know how much money you're spending every single month but everybody trying to invest everybody trying to make their money do work for them when they don't even know how much money that they're actually spending so start with the basics it's like a quote my brother said to me he said solve the simple problems first and he gave me that quote one day i was I was talking to him and I was just telling him like, man, I'm freaking out. I, I was like trying to, there were so many things that I was trying to think about at the same time. I was just like getting caught up in my own thoughts. And he said to me, he said to me, and it's always stuck with me since that day that he told me it was simply, he said, solve the simplest problems first. And he said, the fact is every complicated question and every complicated problem that you face in life all breaks down into simple parts. And if you start solving the simple things first, the complicated question becomes unraveled and it becomes way more understanding. It becomes way easier for you to understand. And it blew my mind when he said that. I was like, dude, you're my younger brother, right? <laughs> like you're my little brother. But there was so much insightful and so much wisdom in what he said. And that's the same thing with a lot, with a lot of things that we have to do is get to the point of where we solve this. Don't, don't try to complicate it. Start with the simple thing. When it comes to your money, the simplest thing is for you to track how much you spend and then create a budget. Start there. Start there and then you can go from there. Start at the basics. Master the basics. Master the basics and then you can grow from those basics. Remember what Bruce Lee said. He doesn't fear somebody who does 10,000 different types of moves, but that one person that has that one kick that he's done 10,000 times, now that's somebody to be afraid of because he knows how to use that kick in variations. Because once you know the basics of the basics, you can take that and then you can start deviating. You can start making all kinds of equations from it. Like think about math. I love math because math for me is a lot easier to understand. Like you think about derivatives in math. What you have to do with derivatives, you have to simplify it so it makes more sense. You simplify it. Like if anybody has been to calculus, all calculus is, is you taking it out of that complicated calculus situation and bringing it back to algebra, to simple algebra. Every time you're solving a calculus problem, you're bringing it right back to algebra because algebra is much more simple for you to understand. So like my brother said, solve the simple problems first. 
find out those areas where you where you have uh, holes in your pocket, where you need to close those holes in your pocket. Solve that problem first, and then you can start pursuing other things. The second thing to know about managing money is learn how to use debt to your advantage. Learn how to use debt to your advantage. In the United States, debt is key. Credit is key. It's very important in the United States, even though I hate, as you guys know, I hate, 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 hate debt. I hate debt. I don't understand the need for it. I don't like it. But there are some benefits to it and there are some strengths to it. So it's important for you to learn how to use it to your advantage and not your disadvantage. So what does it mean to use debt to your advantage? It's learning the kinds of debt that you should be taking on. Learning the type of debts to avoid and the type of debts to take on. So types of debts to take on, low interest rates debts, long-term low interest rate debts. For example, home mortgages, that's a good type of debt. That's a very advantageous type of debt because it takes you a longer period of time to do it. And plus on top of it, you're building wealth with it. Bad type of debt is credit cards because of the high interest rates that is associated with those things. And then also with that is loans is whether it's payday loans or even car loans, because that's a depreciating asset that you're paying interest on. So you want to know the types of debt that you should take on. I'll say education is a good kind of debt, but also don't go crazy with your education debt. Don't go crazy with your student loans. Take what you need. And if you find out that, hey, I took out more than I needed, return that thing so that you don't have to pay so that you don't have to pay those interest on it. So use the debt to your advantage use it to your advantage i have friends in college who took out student loans and then they found out like oh i don't really need this thing guess what they did they returned it immediately if they had kept it it would have gone from like five thousand dollars to be about seven thousand dollars and then eight thousand dollars and then it just keeps on increasing so know how to handle debt that is so important and then the last one when it comes to managing money or learning that money management is not that hard is with everything, there's an order. With every single thing we talked about in the past, when we talked about the money order of things, there's an order to every single thing. There's steps that you have to follow. It's a step-by-step protocol. You can't do everything all at the same time. Take your time to do each thing one after the other, knowing the steps to take. And we've talked about it before. When we talked about the money order of operation or move. Moo? Do we really want to call it Moo? No, we're not calling it Moo. We'll figure out a cool acronym to give to this thing. But the money order of operations is very simple. It's $1,000 in an emergency fund. Then it's paying off all your high interest date. Uh, uh, I said date. Oh my gosh. Paying off all your high interest debt. And then it's having a three to six months of emergency fund. And then investing, which you can do the three to six months while you're investing. It may take a little bit longer, but you can do that. And then it's investing and then giving and then paying off every other debt that you can. So you can live your life on a cheaper budget. So just, just there's an order. Like in everything in life, we have order. Your money is no different. If you put things in order in your life, especially when it comes to your money, Life just comes, it's a whole lot simpler. Once you get this order down, every other thing that comes along the way where you have stuff that just kind of pops up and you're like, oh, what am I going to do with this? You can put it somewhere within the order. The next thing is 
you're and then after that <clears throat> the third most important thing that you should know about money which i messed up on if you're watching this on youtube don't pay attention to the number on there the third most important thing that you should know about money is time is your most valuable asset time is your most valuable asset above everything else time is the one thing that no matter what you will never get more of it when it's time to go it's time to go and no matter what time is not gonna wait for you time just keeps rolling on it doesn't care it just keeps going on it doesn't wait for anybody time is your number one most valuable asset that's why I love this quote and I've used it before. It's the Chinese proverb that says that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Start now. Whatever it is when it comes to this whole financial order of operation and everything, start now. Like start today. Like if you're driving, say, okay, Google, or say, hey, Siri, and say, remind me when I get to the house, whether it's I need to open a high interest savings account to save more money for an emergency fund, or I need to set up a budget, or I need to track my expenditure, whatever it is, start now. If you're at home while you're listening to me, thank you for listening to me at home. I know with this quarantine, there's a lot of other things you can listen to, but you chose to listen to me, so thank you. If you're listening to me right now, pull out your phone, get a laptop, type into the laptop. If you need to sign up for like Mint or Personal Capital or YNAB or any of these other things, just start now. Now you're getting inspired, right? Whenever you listen to people who are giving you advice, you get inspired. And that is the best time for you to do any of these things. So just start now. Like do it today, today. Start. Just go ahead and start it, doing it now. There is no time like the present. It's called the present because it is a gift. It is an opportunity for us to do what we need to do now. Now. And then the final thing that I believe everybody should know about money, and I think it is the most important thing to know about money, is that generosity is greater than greed. This has become my my tagline in the in recent times. This has become my main tagline for everything is the fact that generosity is greater than greed. As you know on this channel, the idea of us building wealth is not just so that we can build wealth for ourselves, but so that we can build wealth and help other people along the way as well. And so the main thing to note is generosity is greater than greed. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's a reason why generosity is big and greed is much smaller. It's not a mistake. I did that on purpose. But generosity is forever greater than greed. Generosity helps us to keep our mindset in the right place. Because the moment when greed becomes a lot bigger, when we start thinking like, oh, I want, how do I, money, 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 we lose ourselves. We lose ourselves. We become like these payday loan companies. We become like uh, there's a guy who literally buys newspapers. He owns a hedge fund and buys newspapers so he can bankrupt the newspapers, bleed them dry so he can put money in his pockets. That's We become like that. We become like vampires looking for things to take advantage of, looking for people to take advantage of. And I don't want any of us 
to ever get to that point when it comes to building wealth. It is good to build wealth, but the goal of us building wealth is not just for wealth's sake. We build wealth so we can help those around us. We build wealth in part so we can give it away. I know, crazy, it's a crazy concept. But I promise you, the moment that you understand that one thing of giving is better than receiving, that is better for me to give, you will notice that you always have more so that you can continue to give. So remember, generosity is greater than greed. But anyway, let's do a quick recap of every single thing that we talked about, about the four most important things that everybody should know about money. We started off talking about money is about your mentality. It's about deferred or delayed gratification. Understanding that your mentality with money is going to determine how you walk through with money. That what you think about is much more important than the amount of dollars that you have in your hand today. Because anybody who has $5 in their hands and decides I'm going to work hard and do something with it, that person is going to achieve something with that. Even though it's just $5 they're starting off with. Because they're going to push themselves. We talked about in delayed gratification or deferred gratification, just how much your money with time, that's how much it can build for you. We talked about how a 20-year-old has an 88 wealth multiplier, a 25-year-old a $44 wealth multiplier, a 44 wealth multiplier. My goodness, I can't talk at the end of this. A 30-year-old a 23 times wealth multiplier. And then from there, we talked about the next thing is managing money is not that hard. However, there are some things to understand through it. One is master the basics. And the basics is simply you doing a budget and tracking your expenses. And once you get that down, a lot of other things will come a lot easier to you. Remember, as my brother said, solve those simple problems first. Solve those problems first. And then we talked about use debt to your advantage. Use it to your advantage, not to your disadvantage. And then we said there's an order to every single thing you do, especially when it comes to money. And we talked about that order is having an emergency fund, paying off all your high interest debts, three to six months of emergency fund, investing, giving, and then paying off any other kind of debt that you may have. And then four, your most valuable asset, or three, your most valuable asset is time. Time is the one asset that is the most valuable to you no matter where you are. And then finally, we talked about the most important thing to get out of anything that I've said, if there's nothing else that you're going to get out of anything that I've said this entire podcast is simply this. Generosity is greater than greed. Generosity is greater than greed. But anyway, it's been your boy Kalichi. I hope y'all got one, maybe two things out of this entire podcast. I hope I'm able to provide a service to each and every single one of you that listen to my voice every single week. I appreciate y'all for watching. I appreciate y'all for listening. If you're hearing this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, drop a comment down below. If you're listening to this on any of the podcasting platform, please thank you for checking it out. Hit subscribe and hit me up on any of the socials that I have out there, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, all of them. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm going to hit y'all up on the next one. Peace.